happy girl. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, where we believe that all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Our highest priority is making God real in your life. Whether you are listening in our app, in your favorite podcasting app, or on our website at watwm.org, we invite you to sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen your daily walk with Jesus Christ. In this episode of the Woman at the Well Ministries podcast, join Kim Miller and Erica Close in a conversation as we walk with Jesus. In today's conversation, we share on the topic of contentment. Hello, I'm Kim Miller, and I'm sitting alongside of Erica Close. Hello, everyone. And we are super glad that you have chosen to spend this time with us, and we are excited to share with you the things that God has put on our heart. And we know that contentment is something that is hard for people to get. I think sometimes they don't understand what it is. Sometimes we understand what it is, but we are just always reaching and reaching for that sense of peace, that sense of contentment, that balance of where we are. Sometimes that can be that we're just so busy. I believe that oftentimes that Christians um, are always battling the devil who uses the tool of busyness against us. I believe we can get so busy working for the Lord that we forget the Lord of the work. Amen. I also believe that busyness is something that just keeps us not thinking. So we are just reacting. A lot of times we are running kids here, we're running family members there, we're you know, going to the grocery store, we're cleaning the house, we're trying to get a little bit of exercise in, we're doing all these things, and the next thing we know, it's time to go to bed, and the next morning it starts all over again. And so we as Christians have got to stop that pattern, and we have to, go to determine that we are going to spend time with the Lord that is set aside and set apart from the business of our life. And when we do that, we will find that we have balance, and we'll have a work-life balance, we'll have a family-God balance, we'll have time for ourselves and times for others, because the Bible says in Matthew 6, that if we seek him first, that all things will be added unto us. And so this time that we're spending together in this podcast about contentment is a time that we are going to talk about what it means to be at peace with your life in Jesus. I'm excited about this one. All right, so you have a verse that you want to share with, right? Out of Hebrews, you want to start there? Sure. My verse on contentment is Hebrews 13, verse 5. If you've listened to me very often at all, you have heard me talk about this verse. It's kind of a life verse for me, uh, and I've recently gotten a little bit more attached to the front of the verse than before, but I've always understood that it was important, but I've always hung close 
to the second part. But this, the verse reads like this, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. And so one of the things that strikes me in this verse, again, from the backside of it, is that wherever we are, wherever we go, he is right there with us. And if we understand that he says that he has a plan for us, which we learn in Jeremiah 29, 11, and that he's right there with us, that when we are walking in the will of God, we are in the most peaceful place we can be. Because we are in his presence, doing what he asks us, and fit to receive the blessings he has for us. And so as we look at the first part of Hebrews 13, 5, we see that we should not be jealous of the call on someone else's life. We also shouldn't allow naysayers or those people in our lives who are critiquing or picking at us to tell us what God's will is for our life. But that is a personal relationship between you and Jesus, and he's speaking personally to you about what he wants you to do for him. And we have his guidebook, the Bible, from Genesis to Revelations to help us understand the context and the boundaries. But as he speaks to your heart through the word of God or through prayer, then we are able to understand what God is asking us to do. And it may be very different than everyone else around you. And something that I have learned recently to really hold tight to is that it's okay if people don't understand your assignment. It's okay if even the closest people in your life, even the people that you respect their godly walk, don't get what God is asking you to do because they don't have to understand. It's not their assignment. It's yours. And so what we are doing for the Lord is between us and him. And that will eliminate a lot of discontentment because we're trying to please the people around us. We're trying to please the godly influences in our life when we need to just stop and please the one true living God and let the chips lay wherever anyone else is. Because if they are in the will of God, they're going to be behind you, supporting you, and encouraging you. And if they're not in the will of God, you don't want them speaking into your life anyway. You don't want them speaking into your ears. You don't want them giving you ideas that are contrary to what God has for your life. And so when I read Hebrews 13, 5, I see that he's telling us, don't look left or right, look straight up. Don't be jealous of someone else's call because A, you think it's more glamorous, or B, you think it's easier, or you think people recognize it more. That is not, any of those three reasons are not reasons to want a call from God. You have to just love the Lord so much that whatever he's asking you to do, you trust that you're the person for the job and that he's equipped you for it. And that it's absolutely perfect for you. And there is something to be said for the truth. That no copy is ever as good as the original. So don't copy someone else's call. Don't copy someone else's style. Be pleased that you are uniquely his. And he has uniquely gifted you. And let your thoughts and your minds and your focus stay completely on Jesus. 
so that you understand what he's asking you to do and then put blinders on to the world and even blinders on those around you who may be saying otherwise. You must stay focused and know that his call on your life is one that not only will he support you and supply your needs, he's always going to be right beside of you doing the work with you. And he goes before you. So Hebrews 13.5 is huge for the child of God because it lets us know we're never alone and it lets us know when we truly believe whatever he's called us to do, we will embrace and we will do it because we have no doubt it is what's best for us. I really love um, a lot of things that you just said there, but I loved um, what, when you just talked about, about the call and how the call is uniquely yours. And it made me think that sometimes calls come to us that are maybe short-term calls, more like project kind of calls, right? A call that you may have for a project, for something to do for a certain amount of time. And it may not always seem like it fits in with the larger call of God upon your life. But there is perhaps a larger call upon our lives, and then there are tasks and there are assignments that he has for us to do. And I think it's important that we understand that we can be content in those assignments too. I think we have to be content in those assignments because I think just like a jigsaw puzzle goes together, those so-called minor projects or short-term projects are all pieces that lead us in the direction for the whole picture of the full call he has upon our lives. It was interesting because as you were talking, you were talking about pleasing, living to please the Lord. And as someone who loves to please people, I was really encouraged by that, about just living just to please him and not worrying about anybody and what they might say. And I believe you can do that as a child of God if you are doing it in the will of God. So it's not the attitude, I don't care what anybody thinks, I'm going to do what I want to do. It's the attitude of it doesn't matter whether anyone accepts this idea for me or not, or whether anyone understands this assignment God has given me or not, or if anyone gets a clue as to why I am living in this phase of my life right now, the only thing matters is that God has said, this is my will for your life. And when you are in the will of God, nothing or no one can harm you because it's sifted through his nail-scarred hands. But perhaps even more important to those listening right now, when we are in the will of God, that is where we find perfect peace and contentment. But the tool of the devil is to try to get us to look left or right of the center of God's will. And then we get in our heads, that, oh, we, we want these people to understand. We want them to love us. We love these people. We need their support. We need their encouragement. I submit to you that the only applause you need is that of nail-scarred hands. I love that. I love that. So that makes me think about a verse that has always been one of my favorite verses, and it's 1 Thessalonians 5.18. 
In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Amen. And this verse is certainly about thanks, and I think that giving thanks is a, is a big part of contentment, because when you're content, I think you live in a, in a sort of a state of gratitude, right? You understand what you have. You understand where the things that you have in your life come from. But this verse has always really stood out for me. I remember studying it deeply for a devotion that I gave at church probably like 10 years ago now. But I love this verse because I think when I read it, there's a word that jumps out at me. So it says, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And what I read that to mean is wherever you are, you give thanks because this, this place you're in, this assignment from the Lord, this person that you're called to witness to, this, this person you're called to work with, this person you're called to live with, this person you're called to parent, this, whatever this is, this situation, this illness, whatever this is, this is God's will. The place he has you is the place he's chosen for you. Amen. And, and that is a place wherein we can be content and therefore a place where we can give thanks. And I love the idea of just believing that this, whatever this might be, and I think that all of our listeners could think of a, a this that they have. I can probably identify probably three or four situations in my life right now that I could classify as a this and that I know it are places where he has me for a specific reason. And some of those places are more comfortable than other places, but that is where he has me, right? This situation is chosen for me. Therefore, it's a place for which I can give thanks. And maybe some part of the situation is, is difficult to give thanks for. But I can give thanks because as you read in Hebrews 13, 5, I am not in that situation alone. Amen. I am called to that situation, which means I am qualified for that situation. I am in that situation because the Lord has a specific job for me, a specific task for me, perhaps just a specific blessing for me that is just for me. And so I need to sit in those places. You know, sometimes those places that the Lord calls us to are uncomfortable, they're challenging, they're difficult, but I need to sit in that place and be thankful that number one, he entrusts me to be there, right? That he's developed in me what he needs to have completed or done in that situation, and that he is sitting there holding my hand with me, knowing that whatever it is that comes next in that situation, I will have what I need. So I can certainly sit in this and believe that it's his will for me, and therefore it's a place where I can be thankful. And you know, as you're talking about sitting in this, I am reminded of Psalm 46.10 which says, be still, and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. And I'm thinking as you were speaking that 
while we're sitting in the center of God's will, in our this. Since he never leaves us, it is there that we are being schooled and instructed. Oh, yes, absolutely. And I love that he says that we will be exalted among the heathen because usually the uncomfortable situation has something to do with some mistreatment, some disrespect, something that someone is giving us. But when we're sitting in the this, we are not alone. And he fights our battles. And we fight on our knees. Amen. Amen. Well, I really hope that you all have enjoyed this conversation. I know that we have, and I hope that you sit down and have these conversations with your friends, because I think there is no better way to learn about the Lord than to sit and talk about him with his people. We pray that this podcast blessed you, and we hope that you come back and listen again. Remember, you are loved. God loves you. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman of the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Woman at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the Gospel Group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved. Knows whatever happens, God.